Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast, where you can declutter your mind for a happier and healthier life. I am Robin. I am a mom to three awesome teen boys. I'm a registered nurse. I'm married to a great guy, and I have three awesome cats. But our house has 80% ADHD. So join us on our journey to understand why clutter invades our lives with a dose of light and chatty humor. Because let me tell you, in this house, since we've decluttered, life is simpler. Not 100% easier, but simpler. We are going to explore practical tips, spiritual insights, and real life stories to break free from the chaos. I'm going to have some awesome guests on and sometimes some awesome co-hosts. So hit that subscribe button as we embark on this unique adventure. Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast. Welcome back to the Minimalist Home Podcast. I am very excited to come to you today with the very first video of 2024 on the Minimalist Home YouTube channel. Today, we're going to talk about something crazy awesome, and it is crushing your goals beyond Quitter's Day. Now, you might be like, what is Quitter's Day? And I'm going to get into that in just a second over my shoulder. You can see my office here is a tiny bit messy. And that is because I'm recording this just before New Year's. And we're just about to put away our Christmas stuff. And right there, if you're watching this, I have this really cool calendar. Even if you're not watching this, I'm going to explain it because the calendar is not up because my husband was like, it's bad luck. And I said, do you believe in that? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, do you want to tempt it? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> so anyway, the thing about, um, this awesome calendar. It's by John Acuff. Now you've heard me mention him before, and I'm actually going to mention something he had brought up also coming up, but he has this great calendar and it has no spaces between the months, the weeks, anything. Like it's just one solid calendar of 366 days. I got a bonus day because it's a leap year. Hooray. I love it though. And I can't wait to put it up. And I'm going to get into a little bit of goal planning, crushing your goals today, because this is, you're listening to this in January. Even if you're not listening to this in January, no matter what, it's like today is the first day of the rest of your life. And I absolutely love that, honestly, as a theme, because it's just true. We really do only have so many days in this amazing life. And yes, there can be challenges and there can be hard times. Regardless, we still need to, I think, be trying to make a better life. Now, John Acuff was explaining in one of his recent podcasts that I was listening to, talking about this company called Strava. And this is a company that is, they help people track their running and any exercise or whatever. And they actually coined a term for the second Friday in January. Now you are listening to this. Well, actually, I don't know when you're listening to this, but this video, this podcast slash video comes out before that day. And the second Friday in January, this company has deemed quitters day. Now that is because so often people, they're very heavy on the goals and new year's resolutions at the beginning of January which is reasonable. I mean, it, it all, it seems sort of tradition. 
also it just is like a new time of the year. And I've talked about this before. Like for me, there are a couple of times of the year where I feel like there's sort of like almost like a fresh start. One of them is January, just naturally is, even if you don't want it to feel like that way, it just often does. The other time is in September for me back to school, just like I have kids in school. And even when I didn't have kids, it just felt that way just from my own history of being a kid going to school. So anyway, this second Friday in January, they call quitters day. If you hear any loud noises, I don't know what my family's doing. This second Friday in January is quitters day and that they call it that way because so many people, they come out of the gates like, yes, I'm going to do this, but then they fail. They fall off the wagon. We're going to get into that today because I think there are so many things that we can do to make sure that that doesn't happen. And a big part of it is that we can really arbitrarily just decide, Hey, it's, you know, the new year, I want to lose weight or I want to declutter my house. And we're going to use decluttering of the house as a, an example, because so many of the people in this audience are really into decluttering their home, which I, of course, you know, feel like it's a very, very important thing. And part of the reason I think that a lot of people fail and quit when they are starting their new journey with decluttering their home is, or, you know, fitness or whatever is because they don't have plans and they're not looking at it as a marathon. They might think they're looking at it as a marathon, but quite often what they do is they, they approach it more as a sprint. So let's get into that a little bit. Now, one of the big things is when we are starting something new, and I really like this analogy of a marathon. So say you wanted to run a marathon and say it was, you know, December the 29th. And you said, Oh, I'm going to run a marathon this year. You know what? I'm going to run a marathon in January. Every day I am going to run. And the funny thing is, how would that work for you? If you were just like, I'm going to run, I'm just going to run a marathon every day, or I'm just going to run every day. If you started, I'm going to run 10 kilometers every day. If you started running that 10 kilometers every day, starting on January 1st, how would that work out for you? Your body's not ready for it. Your mind isn't ready for it. You're probably going to have uh, some injuries. You're going to find that it's very hard. There might be issues that you haven't thought about as far as like nutrition and water and sleep and training and stretching, all of these things we hadn't thought about. So when we come out of the gate on January 1st, we can really kind of fall flat. And I think one of the best things that we can do is to prepare for it. So how could you prepare for that? Say you wanted to run a marathon. How could you prepare for that? Well, it would be good. And you don't necessarily say, say I, I, on December 28th or 29th, I decided I wanted to run a marathon. 
what could I do on January 1st to make sure that I was successful? Maybe that means starting out slowly. Maybe that means gathering a little bit of information and going for a short walk or something like that. Now, I don't want to say that, you know, information gathering is a great way to spend a lot of time. I think that people doing research can also be a form of procrastination. It can hold us back. It can make it very hard for us to um, get going. We can just say, oh yes, I'm going to be information planning, blah, blah, blah. On this particular YouTube channel, you may be watching to this. I mean, some people are listening, which is great. Um, I, oh gosh, actually four years ago, I thought, because this originally was a gardening YouTube channel four years ago, I was like, I am going to do a different kind of channel altogether. And what's so funny is I spent probably three months researching and never made a change, which I'm very grateful for because it was a completely different niche than I'm in now, basically in 2020. I just sort of went the house route, minimalism and all of that. And now it's minimalism, but also with a huge part of mindset, because on this channel, I like to really focus. And on this podcast, I really like to focus for people who are stuck and they've been working at this for a long time. Anyway, uh, the point is that research can really hold you back for a long time. And it's not a great thing to do for long. What I like the idea of research combined with action, a little bit of action. So when it comes to decluttering your home, say I was like, I am going to declutter my home. Now, I think one of the big things is a lot of people, they say, I'm going to, it's January, we're going to declutter the home, but they have decades of, if not more of stuff they have for their whole life. They have a life's worth of stuff. They have they have been trying, they, they say they've been decluttering for years, you know, oh, I'm going to clean the garage or I'm going to clean the storage room, not realizing that this is a part of this is, this is sort of like an ongoing thing that never really gets resolved. It's sort of like, say you had a room full of bookshelves and everything fell off the bookshelves and you put them all back up and you were like, ah, oh, these bookshelves are so cluttered. And you take them all off and you put everything back up. We're not actually tackling the problem. We need to actually start removing things. So I think one of the biggest things is instead of looking at your decluttering of your house as something you're going to do in January or just on the weekends, say to yourself, I'm going to give myself about a year or six months, something like that. I, you know, it's even like where women, they have a baby and then they're like, oh, they're frustrated that it takes so long to lose weight. Meanwhile, it's like it took nine months, well, 10 months really to, to put that weight on. It's going to take like minimum that amount of time for it to come off. And it's the same with decluttering. Like hopefully it doesn't take decades to declutter, but often it can. Often people work at it for a really long time because they're not actually approaching it the right way. Now, one of the very best things you can do as far as success goes is, first of all, saying to yourself, this is not going to be me. I am not going to be one of those people who comes up with this goal and then just lets it fail yet again. You are going to be one of the 
outliers in creating goals. You're not going to fail by or on or just after quitters day. No, you are going to reach your goal this year. You are going to get it done. And what you're going to do, number one, is you're going to be consistent. Now, consistency, when it comes to goal setting, doesn't mean being 100% of effort every single day. I think that there's a really great thing I saw on Instagram, and I'm going to put it on the screen. If you're watching this on YouTube, one of the best things is just recognizing that consistency. Some days it will look like 90%. Some days it'll look like hundred percent. Some days it's going to look like 5%. Some days it's going to look like 75%. It doesn't always have to be a hundred percent consistency. I think one of the very best things is just to recognize doing a little bit better every single day, trying to make today a little bit better than yesterday. And sure, the odd time you might have a day that is just a write-off or it just went completely sideways. And that's okay because the best thing is just saying like having grace with yourself, but realizing like, say out of 365 days, if 355 of those days or 350 of those days, you were moving forward, imagine where you would be. And I always like to say, if you did an hour of decluttering a day, which is a lot, but if you did an hour of decluttering a day, you would have three. 165 days of decluttering or 365 hours of decluttering under your belt. If you even just did half an hour every single day, half an hour, and we're going to get into how you could make that happen, it would be 182 and a half or 15 minutes a day would be just over 90 hours in a year. Think about how much you could get done in your house, if you did 90 hours in one year, 90 hours of decluttering, of getting rid of things, of organizing, of putting things how you want, what would your house look like? How would that feel for you? Just picture it in your head. I love that idea. And just that little bit of work. So even 15 minutes a day and in our untangled group, there is a group there of people in our uh, membership group. They call it Clean Team 15. And they came up with this themselves, which I absolutely love. And they, every day, they will post what they did for Team 15. So consistency is one thing. The key ingredients for success. Consistency, then having a plan. So the importance of a well-planned out goal is how you can reach it. So say you were like, I want to declutter my house. I like the idea of saying, what is, what is your plan? So are you going to do number one, are you going to do around 15 minutes a day? Now, when I get back to, when I talk about consistency and I say that, you know, sometimes it looks like 5%, sometimes it looks like a hundred percent. Maybe you'll say, I, my goal is to do 15 minutes a day. One of the ladies in the group the other day, she said she did, um, I think she said it was like two hours, but then other times she's like, I just did five minutes. 
which I think is the perfect representation of that consistency. So you could say, I plan on doing 15 minutes, but some days it'll be one minute. Some days it's basically just walking past the countertop and clearing off one piece of paper or something like that. And other days you're like, I'm on a roll. I'm enjoying this podcast I'm listening to. I'm going to make that happen. And that brings me to what is your entertainment for your plan? Now, I always say that I like to have entertainment when I'm doing things. My, and my husband, he's the exact same way. We both have ADHD. Two of our kids have ADHD and entertainment is the way to make things happen. I have AirPods. I don't know where they are right now. Thankfully, I can find them with my phone and I will pop them in. And if you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, this is how I, I will actually usually show myself cleaning when I'm doing one of these podcasts. You can just watch me tidying up and cleaning and I will have my AirPods in because it just makes time fly by. And quite often I'm like, oh man, I'm done. Like I'm not even done my podcast yet, which is wonderful. So what is your plan? Your plan, how many minutes a day are you planning on doing it? How are you going to entertain yourself? Are you going to put the TV on? Are you going to put on one of uh, my YouTube videos or somebody else's and work along with us? Are you going to put on a podcast like this one or a different one or an audiobook? Are you going to put on music? So we have, how long, how are you entertaining yourself? And then I think the other great idea is what is your strategy for places? Are you going to, where are you going to start? One of the big things I always talk about and uh, what's just finishing up is the inside out challenge on my, that I'm doing right now is we talked about what where to start and what a great place to start is. One of the things that I talk about in Untangled is where, where is a good place to start? Should you start in the garage? I do not think you should. And that quite often is where people start. Should you start with other people's things? Never, 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 never. Where should you start? I love people starting in the junk drawer. That's one of my favorite places to start for me. Quite often I have to do my junk drawer here and there. And I also think that, you know, starting in a linen closet, a bathroom, somewhere that's not going to have a ton of sentimental things, somewhere that's somewhat attainable to do in a reasonable period of time that you can walk by and admire on a regular basis. So that's a good place to start. But then where do you want to go? What is your plan for that? Another thing, where are you going to take things? So while you're developing this plan, say this is January 1st, or I mean, actually you're listening to this after that, but say this is then, you know, January 8th, you are like, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. Even while you're developing your plan, I want you to get up, do a little bit of decluttering because you have taken one awesome step. And that is you are moving forward because even while we're planning, we need to have just a little bit of action. So our brain is like, oh, we're doing this. So you have got how long you're going to do it, how you're entertaining yourself, where you're starting and the path you're going to take, where you're going to donate things, what you're going to store things. So great. Consistency, your plan. And then we're going to talk about endurance. So endurance is so important for overcoming obstacles and setbacks. 
this can happen. There's a real thing called resistance. There's a great book. It's called The War of Art. It's by Stephen Pressfield. And I will link all of these books below. I highly recommend them on Audible. Uh, he, he has, his book is wonderful and I love Audible and I will listen to it on many, many things. Uh, especially when I'm cleaning, I will put my AirPods in and listen to it. And this book, even if you're not doing any kind of like writing or art, because he talks about writing, but he just says every day, consistency. This is how we do it because resistance will come up and resistance will say, I'm tired. We're done with this. And this happens so frequently. I don't know about you, but when I first started, well, I don't know if you do fitness, but for me, I started this fitness program years ago and I still do it. I actually just do it in the fall because in the spring is when I tend to do a lot of gardening. So I don't want to be stuck to like one particular fitness program, although I still do fitness. But when I first started, I was so excited to get started and to go every single day. I just could not wait. But after a couple of weeks... I just didn't want to anymore. And that's your brain. Your brain is like, whoa, 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 we're making changes here and I am uncomfortable with it. So I'm going to make you want to quit. And that is going to come up no matter what. You are just going to be like, you know what? Maybe today I won't. So what is your goal or what is your plan for tackling those obstacles? Are, are you going to say, you know what? If resistance comes up, I still I'm going to do a bit of decluttering every day. And maybe that's when you start bringing in the awesome strategy of rewards for yourself. Maybe you're going to do rewards every day. I always say tea is one of my biggest rewards. I love tea. I love drinking tea. It's just something I love. And anytime I do something, I basically reward myself with a cup of tea afterwards. Now, I'm not saying that I'm just like, only rewarding myself with tea. If I'm going to do something big, there might be something else. Maybe it's a dinner out with my husband or with my girlfriends or something like that. Maybe it is, you know, an actual object. But if I'm bringing something in my house, at least one thing is going out. And of course, if you're decluttering your home, you're going to have things that are going to, to do that. And I think one of the biggest things is how can you work past the resistance and the Twitter's day and all of that is having support. One of, and also understanding that sometimes something deeper is going on. And in my untangled membership, which the doors open in a couple of days, that is where we tackle the mindset because a lot of people don't even realize that they have huge mindset reasons for why they still have clutter. If you think about it, have you been trying to declutter for years, like, or decades even, or you've been organizing and you're like, why am I still stuck here? It might be that there is some kind of a mindset thing. Perhaps there are some beliefs that are instilled in us for, from our childhood. There might be patterns. There might be uh, generational things that are stuck with us. And that is one of the things there's six, I did it over six weeks, but it's in there now. You can watch it all. Although I definitely would recommend spreading it out a little bit and you can go into what some of these things are. Like maybe you were affected by family members who were raised or alive during the depression. I know in my house and my family, that was a big thing. My mom always says, you keep things for good. 
she had this bean pot, she would call it, it was this pot and she would put everything in it or, you know, like random things, almost like a junk drawer. And then she would put it in an ice cream bucket and tuck it downstairs under the stairs. And she had years worth of these buckets. And I, you know, I don't blame her because she was raised by people who were, who were around during the depression and they were very poor and there was, you would never declutter anything. So if that's how you were raised, how is that impacting you now? So we get into that in the mindset phase. There's the action phase where I help you learn where to start, how to do it, the whole decluttering process. We get into every single room. There's also the momentum phase, which is great. So say you're actually like largely decluttered, but you don't want to slide back into having cluttered habits and shopping issues. Because even for me, there are times where I realize I will reach for my iPad and be like, maybe I just want to do a little bit of shopping. Like when I dropped my son off at college and I was sad. So we get into momentum so you can really practice. And there was a great lady who was in the membership named Julie. She was doing okay with her decluttering, but she said she was just stuck on certain mindset issues. She did it. She worked through them and then she left the membership, which is great because she did that. She did the, the, um, momentum stuff and she worked her way through. It was a wonderful way to do it. And we have those three phases. There is a monthly call. There is a great one coming up. And let me just check the date when this January's is coming up and it will be January the 16th. It is going to be amazing. We are getting into a very, very fun mindset topic and creating a vision for the future. So you can get through this wonderful year with just incredible success. So I am very excited to tell you about that. And one of the best parts I think is the Facebook group where they are in there supporting you. So anyway, you can go to minimalisthome.ca untangle to find out more about that. And if you're listening to this after the doors open on January 8th, then you can sign up. If not get on the wait list because then I will email you all right away. So that is one of the things you can do. I want to get back to the podcast now, but that's one of them. So we have got the strategy ingredients for success, consistency, the plan endurance, because you are going to make this happen. You're going to go beyond quitters day. You're going to make it happen because the thing is the point of the decluttered home is not just like, Oh, I want to get this done. No. Like why? Because the clutter is bothering you. Maybe sometimes you're like not noticing it, but there are other times where you're like, I am noticing it. And I am really bothered by how, when I want to cook, I have to, you know, move, clean up the kitchen all the time because there's just stuff everywhere, or I can't find this or cleaning is hard, or it makes me feel bad. I can't relax. One of the biggest things I did, and it was a Christmas time years ago. Oh gosh, five or six years ago. Maybe it was six years ago. Um, and I just read this article that said that clutter was worse for women. And I thought, oh my gosh. And it, it said, because women, we can never relax. And I thought, holy smokes, they're absolutely right. 
So I think that is one huge thing. So the other thing I want to talk about is setting realistic expectations. So being consistent and having those awesome expectations saying, okay, realistically, I have set myself that I'm doing 15 minutes a day, but I understand that the odd day, and I mean the odd day, it's going to be less than that because you have a goal that you want to reach, right? So yes, some days maybe you have family in town or, you know, you have to, you have like an important doctor's appointment or you have, you know, a kid's event to attend or whatever. Maybe you are in, you know, little kid years and there's a day where literally it's just go, go, go from, you know, breakfast to bedtime. That might be the one day a week where you're like, okay, I'm probably not going to get too much done today, but maybe I'll do a little bit more the day before. Because if you do it the day before, then you know that you've kind of covered your bases instead of saying, oh, I'll do it the day after, because it's always kind of harder to leave things for another day. My husband will say, manana, manana, right? Uh, so I love that having the realistic expectations and saying like, okay, like, let's be realistic. Sometimes, you know, I'm a huge plan of this planner. I love it. I'm so excited. My hemlock and oak planner. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I'm so excited now that I can use it because it is the new year. And let me see where are we here. And I have written everything out and I can, sometimes I will say, all right, I'm not going to be great. I'm not going to give myself too much. I recognize that that is just too much. Just because I write it down doesn't mean it's possible to get that many things done. So being realistic is helpful and being flexible in the pursuit of our goals. So we are saying my, I am getting my house decluttered this year, come hell or high water and celebrating your small or big victories. I think one great thing every day you could say when I'm done decluttering, that's when I have my cup of tea or some, you know, yummy little treat, hopefully somewhat healthy. And then when you're done a certain room or a certain project, that's when maybe you have a little bit of a bigger thing. Like maybe that's the day you make pizza or you go out for dinner or something like that. The other thing is I like to craft a plan. I like to use the SMART thing, which sometimes, and that stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. So that can work for some people. If you say, I am going to, like, say, I was like, I'm going to declutter my armoire and I'm going to declutter it today. So first of all, I, that's specific. Uh, measurable. I could take before and after photos. Highly recommend taking before and after photos. Attainable. Yes, of course I can get that done. Yes. Relevant. Oh yeah. That'll be nice to have a clean armoire in my office. And then time bound. If I said, I'm going to get that done in one day, two days, however long I think it'll take, that could be really helpful. And then breaking things down into smaller things. Some people, they're just like, I don't know where to start. And I think one of the biggest things is sometimes, you know, and, and when I say like which area to start, they're just like, uh, they're overwhelmed. And it's like, what's the very first step that you have to take? Get up, walk over there, open the cupboard drawers or doors, right? 
what is the very first step? You know, I always talk about having the bins and boxes ready. I'm not going to get into that today. I get into that in Untangled and in many, many, many videos. But what is the first step? Picking up the thing, having all of the things ready. And I think just honestly, having a way to keep track of it yourself. So if you're in our Untangled membership, there's books and lots of downloads uh, having a planner like this beautiful planner, or even just a notebook, anything I think is just so helpful. So one of the biggest things that you can do is say, and I think also recognizing quitters day is a thing and saying, oh my gosh, I don't want to be a part of quitters day. I never realized that because for me, I, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to believe it, but I used to smoke and I quit so many times. And I just was like, I am so bad at quitting <laughs> smoking, but I finally did it right years and years and years ago. But it, it, it happened, which is lovely because I, I recognized like, yes, I had failed multiple times in the past new years. Oh, I'm going to quit smoking. Then I would be starting again, you know, that day or a couple of days later felt awful about myself. So saying to yourself, it's okay. I'm human. I've made mistakes, but this is the year where it's going to happen because I have the support I need. I have people in my life who love me. You can tell people about your goals. Some people don't like to tell people about their goals. They like to keep them private. If that's you, sometimes that works better. I think that's good, but have grace with yourself, but say enough's enough. I recognize my environment is important. I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel like I am supporting myself. Food, water, and shelter, I always say. I have just rambled long enough. I don't want to make this go on too long. So you have your consistency. Quitter say is not going to get you. You got your plan. You got insurance. You're going to make it happy. I'm so excited. Now I'm going to tell you something. If you're listening to this on one of the podcast players like Apple Podcast or Spotify, please leave a review. There's one review and I would love to see more. I would absolutely love to thank you. And if you are watching or listening to this on YouTube, please comment below. Tell me what your goals are, how you plan on keeping consistent. I cannot wait also, let me know any topics you're interested in. Head over to minimalisthome.ca slash untangled. It's going to be amazing. And thank you so much for watching and listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye.